Welcome to Wisdom Wednesday. I'm Joey. And I'm Judy, and we're so glad you're listening. We hope you had a great start to your week already. Yes. It's Wednesday. You've made it halfway. Give yourself an applause. (laughs) We're proud of you, especially if you've had a crazy week like we have kind of just like nonstop. But, you know, we're thankful for the grace of God to help us get through and to help us help others in the process of this. And I want to say that that everything you have gone through is not wasted. It really is so that you can take your life experience, your life Mm. story and help someone else. I mean, that's what this life is about. That's good. Right. Absolutely. Um, I mean, really, if we if we've been through something and we don't share it with somebody else that's going through it, I mean, are, are we really a Christian? Are we really desiring yeah. for somebody to be whole? That's what yeah. Christ did, right? I mean, he went and said, I don't want you to go through yeah. what I've already conquered. Mm-hmm. And so um, you're being uh, the best you when you can help people through what you've already been through yeah. and uh, and are going through. And that's why, I, you know, um, I love how it says in the Bible, um, you know, in this life, <laughs> you will mm-hmm. have trouble. Not that part. Yeah. But he says, you know, take heart for I have overcome the world. Like basically yeah. don't lose heart. Don't give up hope because he warns us like trouble and things are coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like he had to face trouble, take heart because he overcame me. Don't lose hope because he's going to help you overcome too. Um, with saying that, thank you for continuing to send in like your testimonies, the things you mm-hmm. want to hear. Keep letting us know no questions or things you want to hear us talk about um, because this is created for you to empower you to give you encouragement empowerment and inspiration that's right and um, if we don't know the answer to someone we'll just tell you we don't know (laughs) that's right and and you know what but the good thing is is that we're in relationship with enough people that if we don't know yep we have we have a community to ask we will ask for you absolutely Absolutely. (laughs) we'll be happy to ask for you but yeah Yeah. we one of the things that we're going to get ready to do here mm-hmm. is um, kind of a two-part topic type of thing, uh, but we want to start with something that we want to call shame off you, mm-hmm. and we have discussed shame and guilt in the past, I think one of our uh, very many first um, um, yeah. episodes, and it just reminds me of when you would get in trouble when you're little, right? Or, mm. or by someone, maybe uh, maybe you're being de- uh, reprimanded by a, a parent, grandparent, teacher, and they're like, shame on you. How could you do that? You mm. know, oh, shame on you, you know? And they don't necessarily attack the issue, the, the problem, yeah. the discipline, the action. It's more so shame on you. And we don't realize the power of our words. I know, it's crazy. I, I mean, I think it wasn't until my adult years mm-hmm. where I realized that we have the power to curse ourselves or to bless ourselves 100%. and other people as well as receive that. Mm-hmm. Like, did we hold on to that? Has anyone else ever told you shame on you for that? Yeah. And then you feel like, why have I been stuck in this area? Mm-hmm. So first question and babe, I'm going to have you answer is yeah. what is because a lot of people are like, well, I feel guilty and I feel shameful. Like, yeah. Kind of like, what is the difference? And going off, off on there as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so number one, um, a godly guilt is positive. 
Right. I mean, when we sorrowful, do sorrowful right. guilt, it's called sorrowful, right? Because yeah. we don't want to use the word guilt, but it really is guilt. I, I feel guilty for doing that because not because I got caught, but because I did something wrong, right? right. Or I've hurt somebody. And so, so, so guilt is actually a, a good tool in regards to when I feel guilty over something, it should lead me to repentance. It should lead me to yeah. saying sorry. It should lead me to a change to behavior. To change, yeah. To a change behavior. And yeah. so guilt has a purpose, um, but guilt is, it, it, it might have been a moment, right? It yeah. might have been an event. It might have been an experience. But when guilt grows roots yeah. and guilt becomes more than a moment, it becomes a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That's what shame is. Yeah. Shame is like if guilt had clothing, you put it on every day and it's shame. Um, mm-hmm. That's why you hear the things like shame on you. It's like somebody putting guilt and clothing you with it. It yeah. becomes part of your identity. Right. And so that's what happens when guilt um, is more than a moment, when guilt is more than a, an event, when guilt is beyond serving its purpose and letting you know something's wrong or you did something wrong, you tend to put on guilt and wear it long term, which becomes shame. And, and shame becomes, an, becomes a master that is not gentle. Right. It becomes a master that imprisons you, that torments you, and reminds you of your guilt. Can you imagine, like, if you stole something, right, as a teenager and you didn't know any better, or you might have known better, but you did it and you were just immature, um, mm-hmm. but then that thing was video recorded and it right. was sent to you. And every morning when you woke up, it played to remind you, and now you're 50 and mm-hmm. you've watched uh, 37 years of, of the same act over and over again, that's exactly what, sh- what shame is. Yeah. Shame is reminding you of an incident, an occurrence, a situation where your guilt rose up and it makes you feel guilty every day. It's like, yeah. it's like if I can imagine like what Jesus went through when he was crucified on the cross, but could you imagine if somebody had to wake up every morning, relive crucifixion? That is like a long-term yeah. shame. I mean, why would I, why would I re-put... Crucify myself yeah. again. Why would I take the last The difference again? between that of like, hey, biblically, like, take up your cross and follow me, mm-hmm. right? As opposed to crucify yourself again. Yeah. It, explain the difference. Yeah, so picking up your cross and following God is, is saying, I, I understand mm-hmm. the power mm-hmm. and purpose of the cross. I'm choosing what you went through, and I'm saying that I want to be associated with all of what you've done. It does not mean to re-enter into torment. Or else mm-hmm. we say, mm-hmm. pick up the pick up the 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 the, la- the, the nine cattail cattails that puts mm-hmm. lashes on your back and rehit yourself with it. Right. It's not saying, hey, dr- redrive nails through your hands. It's not saying, yeah. hey, pick up your crown of thrones and put it on your head every day. It purposely said, pick up the cross and follow me, meaning pick up the experience that I had, the victory that I had, and the mm-hmm. resurrection that I had, knowing that the cross was the purpose and the emphasis of what made you whole and well. And the cross helps you come out of shame. Absolutely. And and I want to kind of address as well is shame that maybe you put on your own self. Like what Ooh, is your yeah, yeah. own mind telling you over a past situation you went through that maybe it's a regretful incident, something mm-hmm. that you're like, that should have never came out of my mouth or I should have never done that. Mm. Should have, should have, should have. And instead of saying I, I should have or shouldn't have, you can say, what can I do now? I'm so bad. I feel so bad that that happened. But to mm. get yourself out of that mental shame that you're beating yourself up in, give yourself an opportunity that God already gives That's you good. to say, what can I do now? 
Mm-hmm. Yes, I shouldn't have said that. Yes, I shouldn't have done that. Man, but if you're just constantly beating yourself up on what you did or what you mm-hmm. said or this wish the situation was better, you're never going to allow this the situation to heal in the present now mm-hmm. and allow yourself to receive a better future because you're constantly beating your mind up with shame. Yeah. And um, I, I love this. And we said this to um, one of our coaching clients the other day that the opportunity to shift and change your mind and thoughts is through the, the remote control of your mouth. That mm-hmm. changes the channel. Mm-hmm. That's like, you so, know, you grab the remote control, you're changing the TV yeah. and you're trying to find something good to watch. Well, the way to change your thoughts is by what you're saying That's out of good. your mouth. Is what you're saying out of your mm-hmm. mouth partnering <clears throat> Is it partnering with your healing or is it keeping you stuck because it's all shameful, it's all past driven, or it's all mm. what you're speaking is what you're seeing and not what God is saying. Mm. So are That's you so speaking good. into your situation what you are seeing or what God is saying? Because mm. one brings you to victory, That's the good. other one can keep you stuck, right? Yeah. If I keep speaking, gosh, I wish I had more money. I'm so broke or we're never going to come out of this or gosh, my marriage is suffering or my kids aren't listening or my health is never going to be better. I literally just cursed myself. Yeah. I just put so much shame on myself. The second thing I want to tagline and I would love to ask you as well is so we talked about the shame we put on ourselves, right? With our mind. Mm -hmm. But what about the shame we carry? That's other people's. Mm. It's not even ours. And for me, it reminds me of, Um, just overcoming like, you know, sexual abuse or witnessing certain things in my home that I'm like, why am I feeling embarrassed to the point where I'm shameful Mm. of something that was not even my sin? It was a sin that a relative committed. It was a sin that a parent committed. It was Mm. something else. And I was letting this shame weigh me down. What do you, why do you think we do that sometimes? Well, um, I, I, number one, um, if we think about our home like a habitat, right? right? Like, you know, you think about a, a habitat for a fish is different than a habitat for a snake. Right. Um, lighting, warmth, how much water. Yeah. Um, every change um, in a habitat um, affects, every change that happens in, for a person in that mm-hmm. habitat creates an atmosphere of that habitat. Mm-hmm. And so what happens when we live with somebody that has, has done an event or something bad and and maybe they've even changed and they've dealt with it, but we continue to live in it. We've decided to allow the person's offense, the person's hurt, the person's guilt, create a new habitat for us. Right. So instead of, instead of asking ourselves or taking ourselves out of the picture and saying, all right, this obviously what I'm feeling in the atmosphere, what I've right. seen with my eyes I, is not good for my living. So what do I need to do, God? What do I need to change so that I can stay right. in a healthy habitat? Right. And normally what he's going to tell you is he's going to say, identify what's going on in you so that you can change what's going on around you. Right. And, and you may yeah. not be able to control what happened, right? For example, um, with, with, with what you're talking about, it brings mm-hmm. it brings up this scenario of um, the uh, you coaching a client that uh, went through um, infidelity in their marriage, right? Yeah. But because of the infidelity in the marriage, the children who were older were living with the shame of the father yeah. to where they rejected. And so it's like, did they commit the sin? Did they commit no. that? Yeah. No, but the shame was mm-hmm. stuck on them. Yeah. 
So it, it, that, it made me think of that situation. And, and just think about this too. <clears throat> when it comes to um, you creating legacy <clears throat> or even creating a name yeah. for yourself, we're associated mm-hmm. with all those that are reflected in our name. Yeah. And so we know this. This is a subconscious thing too. So a lot of times when something's happened or a big event, let's just we use a really extreme example. Let's just say um, somebody in our family um, raped somebody else, right? And they they lived in that mm-hmm. environment. They they paid for their sins. They've done everything they can. Yeah. But all of a sudden, in the back of our mind, is rape exists in our family. Mm. So now in the atmosphere, we believe that that because it happened, yeah. it can happen again. Yeah. And so Shane tells us a story of something that might have already been closed in another chapter, but it's always relevant to us. Mm-hmm. And so we have to choose to say, that's not my story. Right. That's not my lineage. That's not my legacy. Right. And so we have to make a decision, a conscious decision to change the, the things that control our habitat. Yeah. You have the power to change. Um, you may not be able to change what was done to you. Mm-hmm. Um, what was done around you, but you can change what you do and, and how you heal and process from that. Right. Yeah. And do a self-evaluation. Am I carrying someone else's shame? Mm. Am I carrying someone else's shameful burden, whether it be a friend, um, a, a sibling, a child, a, a parent, am I carrying something that I didn't even realize I was carrying? Why am I feeling this heaviness? Like we should care for others. We should pray for others. We should encourage them. But are you carrying something that you didn't even commit? Um, Mm. are you carrying part of something that God's like, Hey, I want to, I want to set you free from you've been carrying a heavy load that is not yours to carry. Mm. You can pray for their healing. You can encourage them, but you don't have to carry that shame. And then that comes, sometimes that comes with the internal voices of beating your own self up with Mm -hmm. the thoughts and with the voices of I should have, or I wish that situation would have been better. Now, what about when someone does try to literally put shame on you where they're like, hey, shame on you for doing that. Shame on you for saying that. How do you get past that where you feel stuck Mm -hmm. and you feel like, man, I already feel bad for saying this or for doing this, but someone's words choices towards you, someone's actions towards you literally made you feel lower than the actual trauma. And you know, God can go in and heal the trauma and the trauma and the sin can stop immediately. But sometimes it is the shame that keeps people more bound than Mm -hmm. the actual trauma itself. Absolutely. hundred percent. I think too, um, a lot of times when we have not been healed ourselves, yep. when others place shame on us that, we've, that we have not dealt with, um, it becomes part of our name. Yes. It becomes a part of our identity. Yes. Right. And so that's how it can really affect uh-huh. us when other people put shame on us. And that's how um, even some of the which we'll talk a little bit more about next week. But that's even how some generational curses began. Right. Because yes. we allowed to accept things in our lives to become normal. Normal becomes regular. Regular becomes part of our family. And yeah. so um, we have to we have to when we we have to learn to deal with the healing process individually for the things that we dealt with. So even if somebody else rises up in a voice of judgment to say shame on me, I am so healed that it bounces off of me, that, right. it, that it falls down and it does not become part of my identity. And that doesn't mean that you don't address it. Like, let's just be real. If somebody comes to you 
and says, and you've dealt with something, you went through the process, you were repentive, you were changed behavior, you were heading in the right direction, and they came and tried to bring something up and put shame on you, right. you should absolutely say, I don't accept that. I've dealt with it. I'm, I've taken responsibility. I'm no longer accepting your feedback in my life yeah. in regards to that shame. So you absolutely need to be yeah. a voice for yourself, but you don't need to fight against what other people are doing. You don't need to fight with that yeah. person. You fight with that other person around what they're putting shame on you for because mm -hmm. you're unhealed. And right. so take responsibility for your healing, get healed. And when they talk to you about it, don't accept it. Reject yes. it immediately. Yeah. And say, I, I choose not to partner with these or these words. You know, I just, I just think of the situation when the woman that was caught in adultery was brought over to Jesus. Mm. He didn't look at her and his first words were shame on you. Mm -mm. Not once. Yep. Right. If anything, he was in shock and he put a question back on them and said, weren't there two caught in sin? Where's mm -hmm. the other one? Where's the other one? Uh, more so making them see where's the other one. And when they were so enraged and wanted to stone her and, and, and said, you know, they were getting ready to pick up their rocks. And he said, okay, you can stone her if you don't have sin in your own life. Everyone mm. dropped their stones. And yeah. so to me, I think of how did Jesus handle a tough situation, a, a, a sinful thing, something that could have been just such a, such a scandal, right? Such a, such That's a horrible right. thing. He didn't go and say, shame on you. Go, go hang them and die. He said, mm -hmm. who has no sin? Then you can stone them but basically because he was saying nobody's perfect you guys you all need god you yeah. all need to come to repentance mm -hmm. and i love that when he healed people That's whether great. it be a blind person a deaf person a mm. mute person a lame person a de demon possessed person he didn't walk up to the demon possessed person and said shame on you for having these demons shame on you for being deaf mm -hmm. shame on you for being blind like mm -hmm. he's like your faith has made you well. Your faith has made you whole. Get up and walk. I rebuke you in the name, mm -hmm. you know, et cetera. All these things. I just yeah. think of like, I feel like he wants us to handle it the same way, whether it was done to us, against us, or we were the ones that did something. And yeah. now someone's trying to make us stay stuck yeah. and not heal. Or we are, ourselves mm, are beating ourselves so up from old words or past words yeah. that we, God, help me handle it with the grace you handled it. Yeah. I refuse to put shame on other people so they come into their complete wholeness. And mm. I choose to accept your grace so that I come to complete wholeness and not beat myself up with shameful words. That's good. Uh, you know, I love to the relationship um, that he had with the lady that was pulled yeah. The atmosphere of it all, right? Yep. She's drugging out. She's probably half-dressed or not really dressed at all. Yeah. So she's embarrassed, right? She's putting, being a public spectacle to the yep. person who is the king of the Jews, right? Uh, at that time, Jesus, notable miracles. But I love one-to-one -one relationship. Even forgetting all the, the, the people that drug her out, he never once called her by her action. He never, what, what, could, what, what could he have done? Right. He could have said, harlot. Hey, harlot. Right. Yeah. By her action, he could have put shame on her by calling her yeah. name. But instead, the first thing that he said about her or to her was daughter. Yes. Daughter, uh -huh. rise up and sin no more. He never called her by her sin. Mm -hmm. So therefore, he never said shame on you. Mm -hmm. He said shame off you because he brought yep. her into the acceptance of who she is, yeah. the fullness as a daughter. And he brought her on her feet. And so mm -hmm. I think the way that that evolves for us 
is the way we should handle people dealing with their own shame and guilt is yeah. we need to we need to call them by their by their by their gold inside of them. We need to call them by by what they should be and not what they yeah. are. And we need to give them an opportunity to stand on their feet and walk away different. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, I just uh, when people want to put or bring that shame, it's like okay, let's punish the person caught in the sin, not the person who purchased the sin. Ooh, come on. <laughs> like we're not going to punish the person that Go paid there. for the drugs, paid for the porn paid for the prostitute let's just punish the actual person that was caught in it but mm. not the person that paid to buy it and and so it's it's not our job to point or to judge it's o- only god can right That's he right. says it if if we judge we're going to be judged Ouch. so i just want to encourage you and empower you if you have felt like you've been struggling and someone had made you feel worse Mm-hmm. and didn't help invite you into a place of healing, this is your opportunity now mm-hmm. to le- tell yourself, I choose to let it go. The hurtful words, the hurtful actions, I choose to forgive myself, and I choose to forgive the other individual, anyone that said things mm. that that made me feel like I was just carrying the weight of the shame or mm. carrying someone else's shame. I choose to let it go. Amen. That's so good. And I, th- and, and, and I think just the last small thought I have, is instead of calling people out, let's call people up. Yep. Let's let's give people the opportunity to rise. And I like what you said. Don't call them by their sin. Call them by what? By their, their freedom. Yeah. Their future. Well, what does God say? Like, okay, you may be struggling with addiction, but guess what? God says you're free. That's right. God says you're freedom. You may feel like, man, I I just uh, I feel like I'm in such a loser situation right now, a losing battle. Mm-hmm. Well, God says that you're a victor and you wear the victor's crown. Come on. You know, um, God says that you know <laughs> that He goes before you, and He's mm-hmm. the head and not the tail. He says that those that are last shall be first. And I feel like right now, someone that's listening have felt like that's I'm good. always last. I'm always this. I'm always. It's it's like you're you have been beating yourself up with cer- these certain things. But mm-hmm. God said, don't you remember that? In my kingdom, those that are last will be first. That's so good. he's 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 healing you. He's bringing promotion through what the enemy tried to use for evil, keep you stuck and bound in the shame. God's going to bring you out of it and break through. That's good. Well, we want to pray you through that. We hope you receive something yeah. uh, from today. We believe that God doesn't want you to have shame on you. He wants to have shame off you. Amen. So, Father, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus that the people listening today are not just receiving insight from heaven, but they are receiving insight directly from your heart. You don't call them by what they've done. You don't call them by mm-hmm. by their actions or their lacks. You call them by who you say they are, which is your yes. son, your daughter, the one in whom you are well pleased. The moment they created that thing, the moment they did that thing, you threw it as far as the east is to the west because you don't want to see them through the lens of sin. You don't want to see them through the lens of the shame. You want to see them through the lens of freedom and victory. So God, today I believe and I pray in the name of Jesus that whoever's listening will hear this today, mm-hmm. that whatever they done whatever shame they experience is up and out of their life right now mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus that they've rejected and renounced every piece of sin every piece of shame mm-hmm. every guilt that's lasted longer than a moment God that's became a lifestyle we break mm-hmm. it and reverse it in the name of Jesus we that's thank you much. and we know you invite them to walk in victory and in liberty today yeah thank you God we just stand in agreement for the freedom that just took place the healing um, they will no longer be bound by the heaviness and weightiness of shame. In Jesus' name. Amen.
We love you guys. Thank you for listening. Share this with anyone you think needs it or will be encouraged by it. And um, as always, you're worth it. <laughs>